0: log Talk Radio With the
1: number one overall selection. How does an undrafted prospect turn
0: into a whole thing?
1: Can't around 50, put on desire, small school, big be the best
0: Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. Welcome to the primetime 2019 NFL QB breakdown featuring NFL draft guru Justin Fulton and myself as we bring you the top ten quarterback prospects as of this time. And they're always kind of going up and downs in terms of stock. A lot of things, a lot of big things can happen in the next several weeks especially with the championship games going on for the conference and then obviously the big bowl game. So these guys will really be under a lot of scrutiny moving forward. But with that said, Justin, welcome back to another program. Uh, how's the holidays treating you so far?
1: Everything's good. You know, it's always a good time as far as football is on. Get some time, you know, just to, to relax and watch football and eat some food. So there's not, you know, nothing better than that, right?
0: <laughs> there's nothing better than that. And and you're from Michigan. Um, you're a Lions guy. uh how, how did you reflect back on the Thanksgiving game? Well,
1: you know, I mean, hey, you know, it was the Bears. The Bears played well. The Bears have a really good defense, and you know, and you know, I think they've got a shot to really make a run here with their with their defense, obviously adding Khalil Mack. So, um, you know, they played well. Obviously, Detroit's missing some offensive, you know, firepower without you know Golden Tate and Marvin Jones, are two top receivers were out. Obviously, they had tr- traded Golden Tate. So, you know, it's it's always a, a rebuilding year in, in Motown, and it's a doesn't disappoint another rebuilding year for the Detroit Lions.
0: And we are talking quarterbacks. So I think it's only indicative that we – since we're talking draft, they would pick eighth right now, the Lions, if we drafted right now for next year. It, are they sold – I mean, it's Matthew Stafford, the guy, and I think – I think a lot of times we all get spoiled with the guys that are there, say, you know, Matt Stafford, a la Matt Ryan. You kind of get saying, hey, we could do better, where you really got a pretty good guy under center. But what do you think is the feeling right now with Matthew Stafford?
1: I don't think he's going anywhere, obviously, with the contract. um, You know, I mean, you've got to have some pieces around him. You know, I think, you know, if you look at, you know, his receiving core, no tight end, you know, again, you trade Golden Tate away, you really have – Basically, kind of got a little day, and you know that's pretty much it on the receivers. You know, you have no tight ends. You know, so I mean, again, you got to give a guy a little bit of weapons. You look at what these offenses are doing in Kansas City with Pat Mahomes, Jared Goff in uh, the with the Los Angeles Rams, and you think about the weapons that those two guys have, and you know that's what the quarterback. I mean, you got to Yes, you. The quarterback's got to be good, but you also have to have the talent around him to really be that kind of that point guard uh, in basketball and be able to just distribute the ball, make the right calls, right decisions, and it's a lot. And I think that's the standpoint of people, you know, when they try to be, you know, that that Monday morning quarterback or armchair quarterback, they don't really realize all that kind of goes into that and thinks, okay, hey, you're an NFL quarterback, you're making $25 million a year, you've got to play better. And I'm not saying Matthew Stafford's played up to the level that he probably even wants to, but again, you've got to have some talented guys around him who can make plays and really kind of turn something into nothing like a a Tyreek Hill, uh, Todd Gurley, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, um, Travis Kelsey, you know, type of guys who are difference makers at all levels of those positions that they play.
0: Well said. And
1: I agree with you a hundred
0: percent. So now we're looking at this draft class over the last 10 years, Justin, seven quarterbacks, two defensive end and one offensive tackle and Eric Fisher were the number one overall picks and we've done plenty of mock drafts and you shared a lot of inside knowledge leading up to this upcoming draft and it's going to be a defensive heavy draft. so I don't really know if we think any of these guys necessarily quarterbacks are going to you know leapfrog some of these outstanding defensive uh, guys that are going to be available. but let's start going through the quarterbacks and maybe' kind of you know find out where we're going to think they're going to shake out. Looking at this draft class before we get started on the rankings, how many do you think are possible first round guys?
1: I think maybe two. And I think here's here's what we're looking at. We're not going to have five first round quarterbacks. You know, one thing that the TV networks, you know, I just got announced that ABC is also going to uh, simulcast ESPN's. You know, there on, on the ABC networks, so it's obviously going to be nationally televised. It doesn't have the sexy appeal that a Baker Mayfield and a, a Josh Allen and Josh Rosen and those type of guys going in the top 10, a Sam Darnold, doesn't have that like we had this past year. Really the only guy that I think, you know, if a consensus true first-round pick, and we don't even know if he's coming out early, is Justin Herbert, the Oregon quarterback. And he's kind of hasn't played, you know, to the level he probably has wanted to over the last couple of weeks. But there's a lot of talk that he's going back to Oregon. So if he doesn't come out, then you got to figure out, okay, is Dwayne Haskins, does he come out, which a lot of people think he will. He's, he's probably a more likely than even Herbert coming out. And then what about Will Greer, Drew Locke? I mean, where do they fit in? You know, there's been some hype about Daniel Jones with Duke. You know, is he a first rounder? You know, Ryan Finley from NC State was the highest rated quarterback in the spring by National Blesso. So what, you know, uh, you know, again, that's the thing is nobody's really kind of taken the mantle and said, I, I'm a franchise quarterback. I'm the number one overall pick again. I think if Justin Herbert comes out and like we say, the giants or uh, you know, they have the first overall pick. I think he goes number one overall, but if, if he's not there and the giants aren't there, and it's somebody like San Francisco who obviously's paid a, a ton of money and and their quarterback and Jimmy Garoppolo you know that's where you look at and say, okay, you know they probably go with a, a different position or trade the pick.
0: Nice. So I mean, basically, I mean you've kind of shared the shed the light on it. I mean, so Justin Gerber, Herbert, Oregon, we know he got the hurt shoulder. If he elects and declares for the 2019 draft, by most common sense re, re, rationales, he would
1: be the number one quarterback taken. Fair enough. Yep. No, I think he's, I think yeah. I think it's pretty much consensus. I mean, there's probably him in you know the the gap. The next guy is pretty pretty uh, significant in, you know, most people's eyes. Now that's, I guess, that's when we're really going to get into
0: the nooks and crannies of this 2019 primetime NFL draft breakdown of the top quarterbacks. So we got Herbert going as the top prospect right now out of Oregon. So a lot of names and it's a mosh posh of guys probably pick your poise on which guy you like for considered to the others. You know, I'm high on Will Greer, but I hate, I hate his pocket presence and his mistakes in the pocket. And I just, you know, I think once you get to that next level, it's even magnified because the talent's so much better. But who's the guy that you think right now is the second quarterback off of the upcoming boards?
1: I think people would probably say Dwayne Haskins would be the next quarterback off the board, the Ohio State uh, redshirt sophomore. And, again, there's there's a kind of a, a growing sense that he's leaving early. Um, obviously, he's done a ton there at Ohio State this season. He's throwing the ball a ton, you know, there. And, and, you know, a lot of people like him. Again, he's he's not an a elite-type athlete, definitely a pocket passer, um, you know, there. But, again, he's got an arm, can sling it all over there and, and had the weapons there Ohio State. We saw what he did, you know, against Michigan. And, again, they'll, they'll go play this upcoming uh, Saturday in the Big Ten Championship game. You know, and, again, uh, that's the thing. But there hasn't really been a true – Ohio State dominant quarterback we saw Cardell Jones and you know him win the national title you know and then he hasn't done anything you know of significance you know in the NFL and so that's a little bit kind of a scary is Dwayne Haskins a more Cardell Jones uh, type prospect and should he really you know come out early and really warrant being a first round you know quarterback
0: yeah, I mean, 15 starts. I mean, and like you said, I mean, in that offense, and like you mentioned, you know, KJ Hill, Johnny Dixon, Paris Campbell, you know, J.K. Dobbins in the backfield, Mark Weber in the backfield. I mean, that is that is a powerhouse crew they have down in Columbus. So I think the points are kind of easy to come by. And granted, he had a fantastic day against a cop defense in Michigan. But, again, I, you know, I think if you play that game again, maybe, you know, even if Ohio State wins, I don't know if it's by such a ludicrous amount of points against such a defense like Michigan has. But, um, again, like you mentioned, you, you know, you look at the history of quarterbacks, I guess, under Urban Meyer in terms of Terrell Pryor and, uh, you know, JT Barrett and, and Cardell Jones. I mean, is he probably the best one at this point? or you do, you, He's just maybe right on, you know, the cusp of what those other guys were. Is, there, is he actually a better quarterback prospect?
1: I think he is, and I think you're just looking as far as his, you know, accuracy, uh, you know, his, for his touch, you know, there, you know, just kind of a better, you know, kind of pro-prospect, pro in a pro-style offense, you know, um, there. You know, again, does he have some things to clean up? And, hey, is it a risk-reward standpoint there? But then it's also a standpoint of a risk-reward for a guy like Dwayne Haskins It's okay, if you come back for next year and you're a redshirt junior and then you're going against the likes of Jake Fromm and, two of them out of Alabama, uh, you know, there, then you're saying, okay, those two guys are, are head of shoulders above, you know, a Dwayne Haskins. And then obviously if Herbert comes back, you know, then it's them three, you know, and now you're the fourth quarterback. If Herbert doesn't come, you're, you know, you're really pushing for that number one overall quarterback. So is it a better scenario for a Dwayne Haskins to come out there? You know, a lot of teams then are thinking, okay, do we wait and not draft a quarterback in the first round this year? And we do, uh, you know, wait for next year when there should be a better crop of quarterbacks available. Definitely. Once
0: again, Justin Van Fulpen, NFL draft guru. Go to his site, Football Next Level. You can also find him on Twitter at Justin. Justin, give me the Twitter account.
1: J Van Fulpen.
0: J Van Fulpen. I always want to say Justin. I want to give the full name, but I know you break it down to J Van <laughs> Fulpen, and that is V A N F U L P. E. N. the main man here, NFL draft group, we're kind enough to share some insight. So we're on to the third quarterback. And I, I think a great analysis of the Haskins, I think this is the perfect time for him to strike if he wants to, you know, make that jump to the next level. I think everything is in his favor, the way he's played, the lack of top arms heading into this draft class. And, Again, kind of like a la Cardell Jones, you don't ever know if your stock's going to be any higher than what it is right now. And you mentioned the the names coming out in next year's draft, and it's going to kind of be a little bit more stingent class for him to kind of be the top guy. But with that said, the third quarterback right now in terms of the guys we're looking at for the 2019 draft.
1: You know, I, I think there's kind of a debate whether it's there's two seniors there, whether it's Will Greer or Drew Locke. I think Will Greer is probably a guy who people like better right now. Um, you know, there it would be the third quarterback prospect, probably third quarterback off the board. Um, they're, you know, kind of draft-eligible guys and the number one senior. Um, I think he played well against Oklahoma. Obviously, they, they lost, but we'll see what they do in their bowl game. Obviously, if he elects to, he'll be going to the senior bowl down there in Mobile, have a be able to chance to really kind of push his stock up there. Obviously, had the off-the-field issues with the PED suspension there and you know, Florida, and then transferred to West Virginia and has really you know, excelled in uh, that offense, you know, there, and Dana Holker says, you know, offense there at West Virginia. So, again, but G- we saw Geno Smith really excel in that offense. He was a second-round pick, huh. and then, you know, obviously hasn't lived up to, you know, kind of his hype, his hype there. He was with the Jets, and then now with the Chargers there. Um, got a little bit of run yesterday, you know, when they pulled Phillip Rivers because they were winning so much against Arizona. So, again, but I think he's better – than geno smith but you have to look at the same guy coming out of that offense and how does he translate the nfl i think he's a better prospect i think he's probably a solid second round guy could he get overdrafted and and push in in the first because of the need of quarterbacks yes but i think when you look at him he's probably a solid second round draft pick in
0: 2019 awesome stuff and you mentioned another senior i don't know if you're going to have drew Locke from missouri going fourth but who's your fourth guy
1: drew Locke. i think you know again He's a highly rated guy, big, big arm, um, you know, there. And, again, he could get, you know, it depends like, kind of like what picture poison on there. You know, again, there's going to be so much, you know, could Drew Locke be the number one overall quarterback drafted? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people thought about that when he, you know, kind of this year when we're going in this thing. Gonna, you know, so that's the standpoint of what's Drew Locke really, you know, is he the guy who he was there with that big, strong arm, but was in regards to very accurate. He's kind of improved on the accuracy level this year. Uh, and so what do you trust him? And again, he's kind of that, that wild card there because, but he's gotten an elite arm strength, arm talent. People love that. Obviously saw what Joe Flacco was able to do there, you know, kind of coming that same type of arm strength there. Um, so I think that's, that's the guy there again. I, I like, I like Locke. I like his ability, like his arm, um, just can he put it all together and really kind of be that precision passing quarterback that you need to be at the next level. Definitely.
0: Definitely. And that, and that is the four guys. We basically have two underclassmen and two seniors amongst the top four. And we have Justin Herbert, one from Oregon, Dwayne Haskins, Ohio state two; Will Greer, West Virginia three, and then Missouri quarterback drew Locke at number four. Give us the fifth guy on your board right now, Justin.
1: Well, I think Daniel Jones um, out of Duke, again, an underclassman. I don't think he'll declare. I think there's a, a, a standpoint of he'll probably go back, but you never know. You never know. Again, like like we talked about regards to Haskins, is do you strike when the hour is hot? You know, there are a lot of people like him. He was in the top 25 of Mel Kuiper Jr.'s uh, prospects a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, got a lot of buzz, you know, off of that. I think, you know, this past week didn't play as well as they got beat. And kind of blew it out against a Wake Forest allowed Wake Forest to get pulled bound again, kind of regress there. So again, I think that's where he kind of is. It's really kind of more of that fifth quarterback um, in this process, and probably should go back to Duke uh, for his senior season. But like the Haskins aspect of is, do you want to compete against those big name guys, you know, next year, or come out now when you kind of have a, a kind of a leg up on those guys?
0: Definitely, definitely. And, and, and Duke, uh, you know, I that's a tricky one. Again, uh, you know, I could see him staying, but, again, you really never know what these young men are thinking, especially when they know uh, such an opportunity awaits and, you know, how uncertain that opportunity could be a year from now. Um, the top five in the house, and we're going to go through six through ten, um, who's the sixth guy right now on the board?
1: Well, I, I think, you know, really probably Ryan Finley out of NC State, um, you know, had kind of an up-and-down a year there but again he was highly rated by the scouting services this spring um and i think he's you know he's done what he should have done uh and again he's an nfl quarterback he's a mid level type you know draft prospect third fourth round type guy you know but again probably will go to the you know the senior bowl down in mobile can help his stock help about his value valuation with a good week down there um and again i think he's probably the uh, next guy, you know, to come off the board if the draft was right now. Nice. And,
0: and and you know, you talked about the National and the blestone these scouting reports that come out in the spring, you know, and, and him being ranked where he was. How much stock do you think those scouts hold in terms of, you know, evaluating him from, you know, hey, he was the one guy amongst these seniors and he may not necessarily be the one guy now. I mean, how much do they scrutinize over that or how much do they still kind of say, you know, you know, let's not – You know, tread too far off what this junior analysis was compared to the senior tape.
1: Well, I think it's 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 a roadmap. You know, it's a it's a kind of a guideline, and like anything, as far as you want it, you know, okay, this is what we had. You know, kind of in the past, maybe hasn't played to the level we expected him to. So it kind of dips there, but it never goes. You know, okay, he goes from the highest rated guy to oh, he can't play in the NFL. You know, they, they do have some type of, again, it's a kind of that guideline, that roadmap, um, you know, and kind of, okay, we we can go a different direction a little bit, but again, kind of the, where we're looking to go is, is kind of on that same type of vein there. Yeah. Like I said, uh, an interesting guy,
0: you know, like you said, and you know what he, you know, was how he was presumed before this thing started, uh, you know, back in August when the season kicked off. But again, uh, a lot of NFL and are there. Going to be interesting. Uh, you know, I could see him, you know, again, you know, possibly in late, uh, you know, at least a day two guy, second, third round on Friday night when this thing goes mm-hmm. off on, you know, in April. Um, How about number seven, Justin? I mean, are we, we still looking at some of these senior guys? Or are we going back underclass?
1: Yeah. No, I think think the senior, I mean, Clayton Thorson at Northwestern, you know, I think he's a guy who potentially could be a better pro than he was a college uh, player. Um, obviously, he uh, tore his ACL last year in his bowl game, which pretty much made the decision that he was coming back for his senior season. And I think it's taken him a while to kind of get back there in a form. I, I think he's a guy who, again, possesses all of those uh, intangibles, you know, far as quarterback-wise, smart, high football IQ, um, you know, arm strength, size, you know, athleticism, you know, and again, I think he could potentially be a higher, a better pro than he was a college prospect. And again, right there in that, you know, mid mid level, you know, quarterback prospect.
0: Nice, nice. And 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 I, you know, and, and I'm, I'm sure they're going to be coming up. But uh, you know, like Jared Sidham, um, Nick Fitzgerald. Um, uh, there's still plenty of prospects out there. I know you're going to mention, but I mean, you know, even uh, excuse me, <clears throat> even the Rippy kid from Boise State. So uh, who are some of the other guys left on this board, even Shea Patterson? I'm interested to see who the final three are going to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you just look out there, I think eight would be Jared Stenham from, from Auburn. Uh, I think, you know, nine uh, really probably is K.J. Costello from Stanford, another underclassman. You look at, uh, you know, ten would be, you know, um, probably, you know, a tie between uh, Tyree Jackson of Buffalo and Steve Montez of Colorado uh, there with kind of the pulling up the kind of the guy who's risen out of uh, obscurity is uh, Garden Mer- uh, Mershew from Washington State, you know, kind of a guy who was uh, at Eastern um, Carolina, East Carolina, and then transferred to Washington State and really kind of made his way up there. Obviously, they lost this past week against Washington, but really a lot of people love the mustache.
0: Hey, man, hey, when you're leading the nation with 373 yards per game, you know, 20 more yards than uh you know, Will Greer, uh, probably 30 more yards than Dwayne Haskins at 340. I uh, said uh, Minshew is definitely uh, tearing things up for uh, Coach Leach out there. Like you said, uh, that Washington game for the Apple Cup didn't pan out. With, but uh, in terms of numbers of productions, uh, whew, I mean, uh, he is definitely slinging it. Almost 375 yards per game. Um, so, I mean – well, you know, we were talking before we went on live, you know, I mean, you know we've got the NFLPA game, the East Shrine game, and the Senior Bowl, the three big bowl games that are going to attract the top quarterbacks. Um, when you look at this class, I mean, uh, you know, we know that you've got the underclassmen who obviously don't go, and then some of these senior guys may elect not to throw and work out at these places. But uh, the overall, you know, landscape of just, uh, you know, from the NFLPA, Shrine game, and Senior Bowl, you think it's going to be a decent draft class to look at one more scout scouting these guys?
1: Yeah, I, I think, you know, again, I think if you look at the seniors, um, guys we talked about that should go to the senior bowl, you should look at uh, Ryan Finley, Will Greer, Drew Locke should all be, you know, and Clayton Thorson should all be senior bowl guys. If you have those four quarterbacks down at the senior bowl, that's, you know, that is, you know, definitely, um, you know, high level of, of quarterbacks. And then it you know, comes out, okay, these, East West Ryan game, the NFL PA game, you know, they won't have the level of, of quarterbacks that the senior bowl does. And again, I think it's a, uh, a, a kind of a lesser talented group of quarterbacks. Uh, again, and next year we're, we're going to be loving next year's draft class in regards to talking <laughs> about Tua and Jake Fromm. And, and those two guys are, you know, we'll be battling of, of who's going to be the number one overall quarterback. It'd kind of be like that year when you had Drew Bledsoe and Rick Myers and you had uh, ah. Peyton Manning and, and Ryan Leaf. I mean, just kind of, okay, you'll know, pick your poison there. And, and obviously Georgia hmm. has got another guy right up in the wings and Justin Fields, who, you know, is a true freshman this year. And then you got Trevor Lawrence, is a true freshman at Clemson, who the next year we're talking about those two guys and who do you like better? I mean, again, there's, there's ah. quarterbacks that are in the wings that, you know, people are excited about. And I think it was indicative of what the – you know, Philadelphia Eagles did a couple years ago, they really kind of did a deep dive into what's going on, you know, with the quarterback, you know, market. And when, you know, it's like the same, you know, same way I think people did last year going, hey, we know that this year's upcoming is not as good as, so we're willing to trade up and, you know, trade up for a a Josh Rosen. We're willing to trade up for Josh Allen because those guys have, you know, upper level talent where guys in this year's draft class, they could be, great Pro Bowl quarterbacks, but when you're looking at them and you're evaluating them as a college prospect, they don't match up with last year's five first-round draft picks.
0: Yeah, 100% correct, man. Like I said, and you're right, um, this draft class doesn't pack the punch that we've uh, been used to, may not pack the punch that we're going to see in the next year or the year after that. A lot, a lot of big-name kids coming out with a tremendous amount of talent. We know it's a quarterback-driven league. That's why it's so fun watching these games. I mean, you know, we all reflect back on and Mahomes last Monday night. I mean, you know, the way that they were throwing the ball around, and when you looked at, you know, the Oklahoma-West Virginia game, I mean, you know, between Murray and Greer just slinging the thing back and forth for, you know, all those points and yards. I mean, uh, you know, it's a different league. We're used to it, and I've thought about you when I saw that report about ABC and how they're going to make it more. I mean, if they can make it any more casual with Justin, me and you are diehards. We're used to the you know, hunker down in the cave on Saturday and you're going to wake up with the sun and you're not going to see the sun until the next day because you're going to see all these rounds going off. But, you know, they said they're going to have music groups in between picks and everything. And I, I just, I'm already dreading it. I'm already dreading it. I, I, I'm not lying. I, I just, you know, I miss the old way. I'm not worried about the casual fan caring about the draft. It's kind of one of those things. If you don't like it, then don't come. But with that said, I'm already, I'm already, already upset and bitter. I know I'm going to text you that night. I'm going to probably be in a rage because, you know, I'm going to have to wait for the fifth selection of the draft coming on and I'm going to have to listen. And I like them. No disrespect, but I don't want to hear Maroon 5 in between songs. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I mean, that's, I want to hear it. I want to see and I want to hear
0: it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's the NFL that that you know you kind of you got to get used to because they're trying to obviously it's a, a bigger audience. They want the scoring, they want the quarterbacks, they want the sexy. They want the other people than just the guys who, you know, have fun, you know, down at the combine and, you know, you know, they're you know, they're sitting uh, you know, at some of the bars just, you know, hanging and talking football. You know, they they don't, they don't want me and you. They know they've got me and you like we've talked about. They they need <laughs> they need your wife and your wife's girlfriends and their friends and you know the the moms soccer moms and, and again they need them to be excited about football so to allow their kids to play football um, but again yeah, i think the quarterback point. aspect i think we 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 saw break portals get get you know benched we saw aj um uh, as far as the the Bengals andy quarterback dalton. you know with his andy dalton yeah, with his thumb you know injury there there you know so again the court, there's always going to be a need uh, for quarterbacks, you know, in this, you know, in the NFL, and we need them more and more to can again continue to have that excitement. Mariota, Marcus hasn't lived up to really that second overall pick there. So does Tennessee, if they kind of wash out, do they go after a, you know another quarterback? Does Tampa took Jameis Winston with the number one overall pick uh, four years ago? Are they going to be looking for a new you know quarterback? So very interesting these last five weeks in the NFL, and then we've got the college stuff. So. Again, I know you're upset about what the NFL is doing in regards to kind of you know kind of sexying it up there to try to you know draw more fans with the music groups and different things like that. But just bear with it, Bo. It's gonna be okay. Soon enough, it's not. We'll be we'll be able to talk just talk football and keep rolling it, baby. Yeah, uh,
0: I know. I, you, know what, I, I mean, you know what? you know what? you know what? Actually, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do now is when you come on the show and give us your top ten of each position from now. Moving forward, after you get done, you know, explaining who the pick is going to be and why he's going to be the number one prospect, I'm going to play a song, <laughs> and nice. then we'll get back. <laughs> <to the Vikings. laughs> well, if
1: we could get some, if we could, get, if we if, if we get some sponsored by some of those artists, maybe that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, we'll probably. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I better watch out what I'm playing. I'll probably get sued. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Justin, you're the best man. I'm, i like I said, I you know hopefully we can. I know you're always willing. It's just me and and me uh, not being on cue with Mike, but uh, we we want to bring you folks, you know, a weekly version of the top ten prospects at each position as we move through the upcoming draft. Because like I said, I mean, we, we take it on a week by week basis. You know we're going to be right in the middle of January, and that's when the All Star games start And and once that starts, I mean we're I mean that's the thick of it. Then you got the Combine, Pro Days, and then boom, we're off to April and and then, wow, you're waiting for another Blastow National Report for the next year's uh, cruise class. But, Justin, <laughs> you are the best, my man. NFL uh, Football Next Level is a place to find all his work. Justin brings such a wide variety of knowledge and so many subjects at a professional level. I encourage you all to go visit his site. You can go back and backlog to all the shows that he's joined us and hear his expertise on each one of these draft prospects, mock drafts as well. And then you can find him at Twitter at J van fulpen it's v-a-n-f-u-p-e-n justin as always man we appreciate you and we will talk next week when we break down the primetime 2019 nfl draft running back prospects
1: yep it will be interesting and again not probably not a first round pick in this year's draft uh class at the running back position but we'll talk about that next week awesome justin once again
0: justin van fulpen kind enough to join me Marshawn here on the C2P as we bring you draft class, draft news all the time. As always, thanks for listening. Sign up now at
1: chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.